Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting ready to bring up a very special guest mm -hmm. that is coming to the stage. Amen. Amen. And uh, she's no stranger to our church here at Church City. She's been here a few times. Mm -hmm. And she is what I would consider um, somebody who God has used tremendously mm -hmm. in, a, in a vineyard that uh, she's probably, you could name on one hand, the amount of females yeah. that has done what she has done. Right. She's been very successful in it. And um, the Lord has used her to touch many lives. In my opinion, uh, in the Christian hip hop world, there are no roses, there are no, there are no accolades really given, mm -hmm. and so we kind of just know each other and know what we've done. And in my mind, she is a legend for what she's done. Amen. 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 And is still doing. Right. And so I want y'all to take a look at this video, and then right after, we're gonna bring up our guest for tonight. They said I'm still a hip hop, but I'm really not. I'm just trying to make a change. I ain't never want to steal nothing. I'm just trying to find a cure, going to heal something. In the street that's going numb, they don't feel nothing. They deny it all the time. That's some real fronting. Yeah, that's some real fronting. Uh, got a problem with me, better speak it. Keep judging on the low, I'm critiquing. Bleep it out my mind like you ain't talking about me. Trying to rap a verse when these people all doubt me. Now they hate you because they like it. Church City. I know. Thank you for having me. Yes, 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 yes. yes thank you. Amen. Thank you. It's, it's been, good. A, been a minute since I've been here, right? I know. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been a two years. It's been a pandemic in yeah, some. I know. I know. I heard about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is good to have you here. Thank you. And we got your husband in the audience, too. We know, he's, he's hiding in the non-spotlight area. <laughs> if I have my way, he's going to be up here before we, be, before we finish. We're going to have him jump up here in a minute. Amen. Amen. But ladies and gentlemen, this is Heeson Lee. I know her very well. I remember years ago, I met you. I think you were part of the conglomerate of rappers. What? what uh, <laughs> what was, there was so many. Yeah. I used to be part of that too. Yes. Like our history years ago, what people don't know mm -hmm. is that me, Corey Red, and all of us, we used to come to this church, pray every Tuesday for years when I was about 15 years old. And we used to be called uh, World Conquerors. Don't never tell nobody <laughs> that was the original name. Don't tell nobody. All right? Catchy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> But we ran with it, yeah. and then and then there were groups uh, and pockets, and and you were part of that, and then you took off on your solo career and went, did amazing things. Now I know there's a lot in the music, and we're gonna touch on that in a minute. But what I really want to talk about, because I know some of your story, mm -hmm. yeah. and I really want, you know, what we try to do here on Friday nights is just bring the inspiration behind the person. Mm -hmm. right. So for the people that are watching and the people that are listening here. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit of your story? Yes. As far back as you want to go. And as long as I need, right? <laughs> I ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> um, yeah, so without 
you know, disclaiming my, uh, my, my, where, when I was born and stuff. Um, I was born in Seoul, Korea, and I came here when I was four months old and I was adopted. And, you know, not to go through the nitty gritty of all that, but I grew up with a lot of identity issues. Um, mm -hmm. Well, 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 why don't you go through the oh, nitty gritty? Because of, it's it's pretty deep. It, it's deep. Yeah. Well, it's not that deep. It's just not knowing who you are, feeling abandoned. You know that that kind of stuff. So. It's not that deep. Just not knowing who you are, feeling abandoned. You know the regular stuff New Yorkers go through. And it had, you know, I grew up in a very great, you know, loving, adoptive family. Um, it had nothing to do with that. It's just the questions that kind of spark in your mind, not knowing who your parents are, not knowing where you come from, uh, being a certain race, and not having any backing to it. And that's something that your adoptive family can't tell you about because they don't know. So you just are just left with all these question marks. And Was your you adoptive family, were they from Korea too? Or? No, so, okay. they're, so they're Chinese, okay. but they were born in Brooklyn, and they're complete Brooklynites. Okay, got it. We, <laughs> they don't even speak we totally so. understand. Yeah, yeah right. so they're very Americanized, and um, I mean, I got you know sides of being Chinese and stuff like that, but being Korean, knowing who I am, where I come from, um, it sounds funny because to the outside, it's just like, oh, you guys are all the same, but you know, it's a different culture. So, right. you know, I grew up not really knowing much about my being Korean until I got to high school and I met all these Korean people, and my husband was one of them, and. Um, you know, you just, you want to know. You want to know why you don't understand your language, why you don't know anything about your culture. And instead of having people who are kind of helping you, they're kind of making fun of you instead. Like, oh, you're adopted, so you're not really Korean. Or, you know, you're different from us, so you can't hang with us. And all these things happen when you're in high school and you're trying to find your group of friends where you can really, you know, they could be your friends. And right. it's more like they're judging you. So you start, you know, you're very impressionable at that age. So you start crumbling and all these bad things happen. And that's when I really found God was through all that. So can you tell us a little bit about that? How how Yeah, so at that time also my grandmother who lived with me, she was she was dying. <laughs> so that was not helping. And then I was going through a lot and my Korean friend actually I knew. She wasn't like my friend, but she knew me and she kept inviting me to church. And I was like, nah, nah, I'm not going. So she kept asking me the whole year, the whole school year from September, and I think it was in April, when she told me there was a revival going on. And because my grandmother was going through stuff, I was like, you know what, I'll go. She keeps asking me. And then when I went, I completely broke down. You know, kind of what you were saying about the retreat thing, but mine, right. mine only lasted one day. Right, 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 <laughs> I right, had right. the whole revelation in one day, and my life completely changed, and had not my friend never mm. kept asking me. She could have quit. You know, she knew that God spoke to her and said, I'm going to keep asking Cindy or you know, Hisan. And then uh, it worked. And then I, from there on, I got involved in that church and I was really into it. And then um, my rap career kind of came after that. It was, you know, obviously I found God and, you know, all my identity issues, though they're still kind of there, they were more like, you know, God was helping me through them instead of me just being on my own because nobody was able to answer those questions for me. So. Right. Well, it helped, you know. You know, you know, Cindy, we are big on evangelism. Yeah. And one of the things that I often try to tell the church and even those that are watching is that it is very important to share your faith. Like so many people know who you are. Right. Yeah. But we don't know who the girl is. Right, yeah. right. Sometimes you never know who the girl is, but had not the girl existed. Yeah. 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 And just love Jesus so much and love their friends so much yeah. to keep going after her, yeah. then this gift to the body of Christ, right. we probably would have never known. Yeah. So, whoever that person is, we yeah. want to just. Yeah, I still talk to her. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so, we started doing music. 
What yeah, age? Right. What age was this? So towards the end of high school, I started getting into uh, well, actually before high school, I always liked hip hop. You know, that's right. everyone's pretty much their story. And I was into like Warren G, and it was more because I thought they were cute and stuff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like bald guys. I don't know. So I was into Tupac, and I don't know Will Smith. He was half bald. I don't know. But uh, I was really into them, and then I memorized all of their lyrics on my little karaoke oh, yeah. machine. Go ahead, sing a Warren G song for us. Oh, I'm joking. Okay, I'm I was totally. I'm absolutely. No Warren okay. G, Church City. <laughs> yeah. So my mom got mad at that too right, because right, there's a lot right. of cursing in there but right, uh, right. I would just mimic their which was bad but I would mimic all their lyrics and I would record it and then I said hey I really like doing this so let me write my own stuff And it How was, old were you around this time? It was probably like 17 all right. like, like the end of high school So when, 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 yeah. did, when you wrote your own stuff what was it like doing it in front of people for the first time? Well that didn't come till like college because okay. this was me just dabbling and you know playing around but all of the stuff that I wrote was about God it was never like I was doing anything you know it was always things that I was feeling and because I just was saved at that time right. those are the things that were naturally coming out of me so you know every I, I still have the books I mean they're the corniest lines ever but, uh, you know. we, we have that in common oh, I, ne I yeah. never I never penned anything for the world right. and I still got the books yeah they're very corny. Yeah, they're extremely. <laughs> she keeps the books. Yeah, if it was I, up to me, I'd toss the books. Oh, no. But it's, it's good to know where your roots are from. So I, I you know, occasionally read them and stuff. So right. um, I, yeah, it tells me where I came from. And then once I got into uh, college, you know, Tim again comes into the picture. He's a huge basketball fan. And I said, I need beats. I need, like, a producer. I just need to know where I'm going. And he was happened to play with some Christian hip-hop label guy. And he told him about me. And... You know, that's how I got involved with uh, Beats and Blessings and Beats Craig. and Craig. Yeah, that's I was I was trying to remember it, Tim. Beats and Blessings. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was fun. That was, that, no, that was actually that was the start of my career, and I can honestly say with that point in my life, because I was with New Life with Teddy. Um, mm -hmm. That's when music was about ministry. Like I was going to like you know we were going to um, foster homes and all these detention centers and. We were ministering. It wasn't about making like albums and making right. money and stuff. There was no streaming back then. It was just, you know, no one saw us. You know, we were right. in these areas that nobody could come in, and we were ministering. And that's what I love so much about Beats and Blessings that we were really doing that. And it was a family, and we were all close. And you know, that's something I, you know, do I don't you, have anymore. Do you feel that has changed from Christian hip hop at this point? Yes. Do you miss that? Yes. I was telling that to Tim as we were driving because I'm like, oh my God, I remember coming over here because you know I don't come here all the time and. Every time I see these yeah, signs. New Life was right on uh, Queens Boulevard. Yeah. The Elks Lodge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was there every week. I was helping with the youth kids. And mm -hmm. that's what it was about. It was all about helping and serving and, you know, making music to bring people to Christ. It wasn't mm -hmm. like, hey, put my album at the end of it. I didn't even, I don't think I had an album. I mean, I tried. It was like a corny mm -hmm. thing. But it was more about <laughs> serving. Right. And, um, right. you know, once I started working with, you know, Jairakin and, and mm, Rockin. Mm. Uh, that's when it became a little bit more business-minded, but still, I was doing it because I love music. It, I don't know. I just feel like as you as I kept going, it like my mind just started going in places that it shouldn't be because it's about, oh, now I have to provide for my family, which isn't right. bad, but right. it's not about you're doing it sometimes because you love doing it. You do, I feel like I have to do it, or if I don't do it, I fail. Well, it, was, or, it, you was know. Pretty, it was pretty tough for you, though, because what, for guys... You know, yeah. when we have a family, it's like baby comes here. I'm out. Yeah, I know that story. <laughs> but for you, yeah. you know, being a female, yeah. 
you yeah. you don't have the I, I, you know you give it Tim Tim will probably call you right back. Right, right. <laughs> I give it to my mom sometimes. Right, right, yeah. right. So yeah. what was it like? Yeah. You know, yeah. now starting to be able to because I remember one time we were in Phoenix and I saw yeah, you I told him the story. Just yeah, yeah, we shared stage there and I'm like, yeah. wow, you know, yeah. I I was just. Yeah. Impressed, amazed, young family, and here you were traveling, and this was something you were doing. Yeah. How was what was that like? Yeah, being get, a female. I know. In a dominated by men. Yeah. I, no, it, it gets very stressful, but I think what's what keeps me going through it is that you have a lot of young women, or you have mothers who will come up to you after the show and be like, "Oh my God, it's amazing that you do this. Um, I'm so encouraged by it." You know, mm-hmm. you open doors for people that they don't normally see that, or does you know they wouldn't even know existed. Like, they're, "Oh, you can do that. Oh, you can be an artist, and you can be a mother, and you can right. travel with your kids, and you can be successful." And uh, these. Yeah. Are- <laughs> That's right. That's yeah, right. so that's what kind of kept me going. I mean, there's, I mean. No, but, but stay right there. Stay, yeah. you know, speak to that because sometimes for, 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 like people don't, I saw a meme the other day and I, clearly I'm into memes. <laughs> but I saw a meme the other day that said uh, something to the extent of nobody will ever question what a stay-at-home mom does again. And that was referring to the pandemic. Because when right. we were all when we all had to stay home and we all had to like take care of the children and the fathers, we had to sit on Zoom with them. You were like, <laughs> like this kid got to go to school, like, right. and they need to keep him. <laughs> then then we had to do more at home, and yeah. and it, you know you start to realize and appreciate what the woman brings to the table. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. But for many for many women. That workload alone would oftentimes make them think like, I'm just going to either get a regular job and do this, but I'm never going to pursue entrepreneurial things right, or whatever. Right. So, so, so speak to how, what, what's your mindset? What keeps you motivated? What keeps yeah, well, you? Because I mean, you're in the studio like every week when I follow you on Instagram. Yeah, well, I'm not. not week, I yeah. need to learn from <laughs> no, you too. No. Um, there's a lot more to that. I mean, the, uh, I struggle with this constantly because. As you know, during the pandemic, everybody was going through this. You're struggling with money. You're trying to make ends meet. And as an artist, you can't perform. Yeah. It's very hard to do things. So my career already wasn't, like, going upwards. It was kind of just, like, there. So then when the pandemic hit, it was kind of, like, <laughs> went down a little bit. Right. So I was going through a lot. I'm like, oh, my God, this is my life. I'm just going to be on these calls with my kids and <laughs> you know um, this is what it is that this is how my career ends you know and um, not that that's bad you're taking care of your kids but I always felt like I need to do more but I'm also getting older so I'm like oh my gosh God what do you want me to do mm-hmm. when is this pandemic going to be over mm-hmm. my age is not going down mm-hmm. with my <laughs> you know so everything's kind of like you know so I, I I've been going through it I mean to be very uh, transparent right now it's not like oh I got it all together right. and I, I, I still don't really know what I'm doing um I'm just putting music out until God tells me to stop, and mm-hmm. you know we'll see what happens. I I I think just the basic inspirations that have always been keeping me going are what are still there. You know, mm-hmm. um, as long as like I said, God lets me do it, I'm going to keep doing it. But it's 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 definitely not easy, especially now, during you know these times and stuff. Now you went back touring in Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was prior to the pandemic. What was that like? Yeah, that was that was fun. Doing well, Christian yeah. hip hop. Yes. Yes. What was the reception like? What was, you know? Yeah, no, so um, you know, Korea is big on hip hop. Um they uh obviously I was the only um artist there that was pretty much rapping in English, but the like I'm not trying to be 
conceited or anything. When you see the crowd, and I'm rapping, the only one in English, um, you can see people were like, their eyes were closed, they were worshiping God, and they probably had no idea what I was saying. But right. I was getting off stage with my friends who are Korean, but they speak English, and they were telling me they just feel your words. They don't may necessarily understand, but they know that you're coming from your heart. It's genuine. Some of the rappers that were on tour with me, they're not, they weren't even really Christian. They were trying, it was a weird tour. Right. I, I'm not going to get into it. But they wanted youth to come out. So they were trying to get like hip hop mm. artists and they just had to be clean. You know, but I was like a mm. Christian artist and I'm out there preaching even, I had a translator too. He was helping me a little bit, but it was breaking walls down. It was, yeah. cultures were intertwining and right. you know, it, really didn't matter, you know, well, that... I, and that's yeah. good, because Korean culture is huge right now. In the yeah, world. It's, it's, it's getting pretty big. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they, they, they got a whole meal at McDonald's, BTS. I know, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. The, the, the culture is big, it and is. Um, yeah. I want to I transition a little bit. Mm -hmm. You wrote a song. Yes. That is, I know, definitely dear to you, where you became transparent mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. told a little bit of the struggles of what you've been dealing with family-wise. Mm -hmm. And so I want to play a video. I want you all to watch this video, and when we come back, we'll talk about that okay. a little bit. All right? Okay. Go ahead and run that. For the first time, my first line, I was thinking, was I love you so much, this my heart, you deserve mine, yeah. I would stare at you all day, everything was cool, it was all play. You were my heart and soul, my joy, everything was okay. Then 18 months came by, you still wasn't walking, couldn't say why, never knew why. Got you tested, never waste time, all these evaluations. They telling me you can't do this, that. Some of them said you were not engaging, uh. So they sat me down when they said they found you're on the spectrum. Never would have thought it would ever be mentioned. Could it be true? I'm really stressing. The thought of you being autistic. Shame on me that I must have missed it. Seems so twisted. Have this problem, couldn't I fix it? But you kept looking at me smiling despite what you heard. It's like you were trying to tell me, Mom, I don't need words. Standing out from the crowd and maybe different. Got their own world, but can you be a part of it? You worry a lot. 
I know when you're looking at me, you don't got much faith in me if I make it or not. I wish I could tell you so much more. Wish there's a way to open these doors. Never gonna stop hoping every time you see me, now you'll feel sure. Yeah. I love it when you hug me so tight. It makes me feel secure when things don't go right. It helps me when there's no light. Cause sometimes days are way too shady. Seeing you there, that's what saves me. Your love, it makes me stable. Sorry if I drive you crazy. It's hard when I gotta feel pressure. I wanna be who I am, but the world don't let you. I don't know why they don't let you. Uh, people looking at me wonder why. Why they can't understand my life. Why well, I need my space sometimes. But I'm letting you know I'm fine. I'm fine. I see this world in a better light. Everybody wanna judge, but they never right. So good, I'm ahead of life. I don't doubt one day I'ma get it right. I'ma get it right. I don't doubt one day I'ma get it right. Never gonna stop showing this world. I'm making it far. This path, I'ma set it right. Fighting big, big battles. battles. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah. Powerful. So that is the story of how many kids you got? Cindy? Two. Two. And that is the younger or the old? My youngest. Okay. Yeah. So she's clearly from the song, we see that she's battling autism. autism. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So she was diagnosed when she was uh, 18 months and she's five now. So, um, you know, I knew bits and pieces about it, you know, uh, general knowledge. And then, you know, when they told me she was autistic, I was like, you know, I was in denial. It's like, no, she's not, you know, there's another. And it wasn't because I thought there was something off with her intellectually or mentally. It was just that she wasn't walking. Mm. I mean, by 18 months, you should be, right. you know, right. walking. So um, that's, I just thought she had maybe a physical issue, but it all correlates. And um, now that she's five, I've learned so much about it. Uh, just being an advocate for her and uh, just seeing how much she's grown, it's just, it's amazing, you know? But yeah, it's been its been challenging, you know, it's had its hardships, but uh, I think it you appreciate it even more because you see what she's overcome and the progress she's made as opposed to, uh, you know, someone I guess who's, they call it neurotypical, like more 
functional, normal, I guess, but uh, someone who's autistic or who has more challenges, when they accomplish things, it's more of a success story in a way. So you learn so much and you're more grateful and I think you know there's a reason behind everything and I believe that God placed that in my life just for all good and great reasons, you know, so. Amen. Yeah. You know, sometimes we ask the question, why me? I remember my, um, my, one of my sons, when he was born, he was born with something called symbrachydactyly. Mm-hmm. Oh. I didn't know. How, I, I don't even know how to spell it, <laughs> right. you know? And um, so he had to get a... And shout out to Jontra, too, who comes to this church. Uh, who, her kids, too, today had a, a procedure and successfully came through it. Mm-hmm. You know, as parents, sometimes you feel it more than, you yeah. know, you, yeah. you take it on more. Yeah. And I remember him having to go through surgery um, and driving up to Boston's Children's Hospital for, you know, that early part of his life. And you always ask, Lord, why? Why? You know, I've, I've been serving you doing this, everything's... And yeah. I've learned to come to the, you know, the better question is, why not me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like maybe had he been born to somebody else, it would have gone another yeah, way. Right. And sometimes God gives us the grace. Right to deal with these circumstances that sometimes you think um, is too big for you. And it probably is. Yeah. But that's why the Bible says that when you're weak, yeah. mm-hmm. then he's the sh- mm-hmm. God. That's when God shows how strong he is yeah. Yeah. in your life. And so, you know, if somebody's going through something tonight, we want you to know that. And I just want to thank you for even being this yeah. transparent and sharing this. And I'm sure many people who... Um, is is in these battles of being blessed. Yeah, I mean, I got so many stories. Um, one in, like, 54 kids are diagnosed with autism. So, I mean, wow. it's it's not even like it's something that shouldn't be talked about. Right. It's so evident. Um, it's so common. That's it's a just, lot. Yeah. One in 54. It's, 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 yeah, I mean, as soon as you talk, you'll be, oh, I know someone who has right, autism. And right. it's very, you know, it's very common, and I just feel like it needs to be you know, express more, talked about more. These are, you know, as artists, that's mm-hmm. what—that's why we're here is mm-hmm. to be able to be those people who can talk about these things so we can create conversations right. and we can, you know, as corny as it sounds, kind of heal the world. We Absolutely. You know, we, we open doors Absolutely. for people, we open things up, and, I mean, that's why I feel God has led me to do these things. Yeah, and yeah. You, you know, the culture makes us think that it's corny talking like this yeah. because right. the culture is all about something else. But the truth of the matter is this is what's up. Yeah. Healing is what's up. Bringing deliverance is what's up, you know. Um, One in 54, that's a lot of people. You know, so, 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 so I thank you for that. And, um, and I see, I I was combing through your Instagram, I see you getting ready to do your master's degree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually in um, school right now. It's at GCU, mm-hmm. Grand Canyon University, yes. the Christian school. So, nice, nice, yeah. nice. So I was inspired by my daughter. I want to do more to help her. I want to mm. understand. And, you know, a lot of her behaviors, I don't understand her needs. A lot of times we judge people's behavior and we don't understand right. why they're behaving Come that way. Right. So Come on now. I don't want to just be like, oh, my gosh, Jocelyn, why are you crying again? Why are you doing this and that? Mm-hmm. There's something going on. And for us to just judge all the time based off of the outcome instead of trying to figure out what the problem is. And that's my journey, that's my goal, is to do that. And, you know, hopefully I can help her more than I'm doing now. And, you know, that's my inspiration behind going back to school. And, you know, just like how you were, you know, I, it, it's the concept for life. You know, we judge people based off of things we see instead of understanding that there's so much more behind that behind story. Right. And, Amen. Um, yes. 
Well, I'm getting ready to wrap this up, but I will not let you go without mentioning my friend. <laughs> Tim, can I get you to at least come on the stage for two seconds? Tim, just he's say, not, just say, yeah, he's, he's, he, not, gonna, he's not a, a stage guy, but I, he's, he, he's a message guy. <laughs> he likes to harass you on there. Well, let me just big up my friend. Um, Cindy's husband is, and, and in, in New York City, we understand the many complicated and complex problems of our country, yeah. but we still appreciate those who put their lives on the front line every day to keep Absolutely. us safe. And he's not only somebody who, um, obviously, is a great music. You know, he, he used the music to manage his way into a marriage. So that was great. <laughs> I, I see what you did. I see what you did. But, um, but he's also a New York City police officer, and we want to applaud him for that. And so, you know, when, when we live in an era where cops are, are pretty much demonized, mm. there are many times we get on the phone and I, I tell them, we still need you. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. We need you because, you know, um, we need our police. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It's either that or, or y'all got me. I'm going to be the vigilante out <laughs> here. Right. And I'm, I'm going to shoot everybody. <laughs> I didn't mean that, officer. I didn't mean, did I just indict myself? <laughs> No, but he's he's a good good friend, and he's he's a brother who loves the Lord, and it's good to know that the Lord has people. Yeah. See, sometimes the world does this; it paints with a broad brush. Right. Yeah. My daughter's an artist, right? You paint with a broad brush, the whole canvas gets the same color. Mm. And when when you take, for example, I'm a, a pastor. I hate when people say all oh, pastors steal money. I'm mm. like, bro, right. you know. <laughs> if I really did, <laughs> it'd be different, <laughs> right? All pastors don't steal. As a matter of fact, the truth is of pastoring is that the majority of them quit after three years yeah. because there's such a lack of revenue, yeah. and they can't even take care of their families. More churches are closing now than ever, but when you paint with that broad brush, everybody gets that same lens. Not saying there aren't problems in churches with pastors. Right. Not saying there ain't problems in society. Right. But when we do that, sometimes the guys who are on the front line that love the Lord, that are trying yeah. their best yeah. to do right, take care of their family, yeah. push the gospel. Right. A weekend warrior in the Christian hip-hop community, okay. you know, they get lumped into that. And so we want to continue. We want to acknowledge him and pray for him Amen. tonight. Amen. 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 My guy, Tim. Amen. <laughs> Cindy, thank you so yes. much for tonight. Is oh, there some, you. is there something you're working on? And where can they find you? Is there, you know? I mean, I'm just putting stuff out. I have no real plan right now. Right. Um, yeah, so just if you can follow me, and I'm trying to put a single out every month. We're seeing how that's going right now, but right. yeah, I will. We'll see where it takes that's me. I'm not doing sure. Doing your master's degree and put a single out. You're doing a lot. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> uh, is there anything you just want to say? Some closing <laughs> remarks to maybe somebody that's watching, that's hearing your story. Maybe. Um, I've just a word you know. Of encouragement. Yeah. Uh, just be encouraged, um, whether you know all about my story or just a little bit about it from tonight. Um, you know, it's totally okay to be yourself. Everything that I've been going through, I've been trying to break stereotypes and do things against the grain, and I've gotten a lot of judgment for it. Uh, people telling me you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. 
uh, based off of my culture, being my, my gender. I mean, I could go down a whole list, but uh, God got me. He's been a center of my life. He's been pushing me through everything, and that's why I'm here today. Still doing it, so I encourage you, just keep doing what you're doing, and don't let anybody uh, get you down, bring you down, tell you any different. Uh, focus on God. Keep reading the word, and, uh, you know, that's it. That's all you Come need. Come on, y'all. So. Give it up for Miss Cindy Heeson Lee, y'all. Those of you that are watching and those of you in the, in the house, I hope you were really blessed yeah. by this tonight. I hope you're encouraged. And City Fridays is just going to get better and better and better. We're doing something new in New York, and we want, we want you to know that on Friday night, there's a place you could come, just relax and enjoy, the, the, just enjoy good company and enjoy Jesus. Amen? Amen? So if you've been watching tonight, we never let you leave without accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. Your first step is to ask the same Jesus that touched Cindy, that touched myself, that touched my wife, that touched all these wonderful people, is to get into relationship with him. Yeah. And that's what you want to do. He is your, the, 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 the one who made you knows what's best for you. Yeah. Matter of fact, we, you know, people always say God's got a plan. The truth is God's got the only plan. Amen. Anything else Amen. is going to lead to disaster. And I wholeheartedly believe that. I've proven that. I've studied that. I've come to that conclusion. I've been living for the Lord now since my teenage years. And when I look back, I can look at this camera and tell you I have no regrets yeah. living my life for Jesus. Yeah. It's like what the book of Ecclesiastes says. When you remember the creator in the days of your youth, the days will come when you will say that I'm not looking back and regretting the days. Yeah. God has kept me from a lot. Yeah. And the same God that has done a lot for me wants to do a lot for you. Would you pray with me if you're watching and help me in the audience? Pray with me. Say, Father God, I ask you to come into my heart and forgive me of every sin. I believe that you died and rose that my life can be transformed. I am yours. Touch me with your Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit. And, make me and make me brand new, brand new. In, Jesus in Jesus name amen, amen. well if you said that prayer we got a book we want to get to you and we've got a disciple class that we want we don't care where you are if you're in another state wherever you're looking from tonight wherever you're watching from we will mail the book to you and then we'll virtually meet with you online to disciple you through that book but we got to know who you are so send us an email to church city USA at gmail.com. If you're in the building too and you said that prayer, let us know. We'll get you that book. ChurchCityUSA at gmail.com. And also, we want to uh, ask you, please go to our merch. In, when you go over to our website, check out our merch. All of the, the big Jesus. This shirt here, this shirt be making me feel like preaching, y'all. I feel like preaching even right now as I'm looking up. I'm, I'm, I'm holding myself back, y'all. I got it. I got a word, I got a word, but you got to come Sunday. But all the merch that we wear, yeah. she's wearing a rich shirt, Cindy's wearing one that is not one of ours, but... Uh, Staten Island sure. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but please, go over there. When you make a purchase, it helps us to do what we're doing. We got a big vision. There's so much more we want to do. We want to take this show to a next level, all that stuff. And what you, when you purchase, it helps us. Also, if you just want to give... All the ways you can give are on your screen. So into our ministry right here at Church City. It helps us to just further that we, we actually want a new building, Cindy. We actually need a new building. This We've building is it. historic, though. I know. Yeah. It's historic. Know. It, and as yes. a matter of fact, it's so historic that because we couldn't get the, 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 the theater in Brooklyn that they do the Kingdom Choice Awards, 
The Kingdom Choice Awards is coming to the ER. Wow, that's great. All this is going to be held right here. So it's going to be nuts oh that God. weekend. So, yeah, wow. uh, and me and Marcus Hall, we've been talking about this. It's going to be nuts. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have a real hip-hop energy. You know, that was the best year uh, King, when you hosted it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Thank you. I remember. That. I appreciate that. I I was over, can you believe that was over like nine years I ago? Can't, I, I can't. Yeah. Nine, I can. Yeah. I miss those days. I, I miss them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those were the days. They, they were. Like people don't understand. No, they don't. You I, know, we gonna have another interview <laughs> yeah. now. You know? Like I, people don't understand. Like those were the times. There was, you know, it wasn't corporate America behind it. It yeah. wasn't a competition to see who's the best and who could have the most views. Mm -hmm. It was just right. people taking their giftings yep. to the world and using it and watching the glory of God. We saw people delivered, set yeah. free, all yeah. types of stuff. Yeah. And now it's about like, you you know, you go into the studio and you're just trying to get views and numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you're not really seeing, like hip-hop was the thing that every church would call mm. for an outreach. Mm. If an outreach was happening, you had to get yeah. the rappers. Yeah. 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 But now it's like, you know, it's like Call yeah. Hill song. You know? <laughs> Let's just go outside and worship. And not that anything is wrong with that, right. but but right. that element of the heart of reaching the people is gone. Right. And you ain't interviewing me, so. <laughs> I was going to ask let, you. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me. Do you still, real quick, that, but sorry, that, do you still perform Flip the Channel or you don't do any? Every now and then I would oh, okay. hit an area where somebody would say, Flip the Channel. I'd be like, you ain't bought a new record since. <laughs> But, that was yeah. the, the first record I heard from you. I was at uh, CPC in Staten Island. I'm like, who uh, is this guy? And then I, I was a fan ever since then. That was, uh, I don't can't even, appreciate 2005, that. I don't know. It was so that, long Listen, ago. that's the yeah. song, The Lord. I will forever tell that story. Yeah. When I first recorded that song, I let another Christian rapper come in the studio and hear it. And he looked at me and said, ah, it's all right. <laughs> and I was so depressed. I said, I'm not putting this out. But something just said, put that it was, out. Yeah. And it changed. When I heard it, yeah. It, that's, that's what did it for me, it was yeah. Flip the Channel. To this day, I got so many other Christian rappers that some of the heavy hitters, they call and they say, let's do a remix of Flip the Channel oh, yeah. 2021. Because it still applies to yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, just, right? But it'll be called Take the TV Off if I did it. <laughs> just turn it off. It ain't no, don't even flip it, just take it off. Right, right. That'll be my verse. All of them are rapping in the beginning, they get to me, might be like, turn it off. <laughs> and I'm done. Cindy, thank you. Yes, thank let me you let the people me. go. Thank y'all for watching. Please go to our website, and, and if you want to be a blessing, you can give cash out Church City USA, churchcityusa.com. Help me close this out, y'all. In the midst of crisis, we are focused on who Christ is. Cindy look lost right now. Y'all, thank y'all for watching.